Good morning, Pharmacy Podcast listeners of the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. This is Ken Sternfeld, and you are listening to Bagels With, our Sunday conversation. I'm not sure my sister Judith will be joining us today because I called earlier and wasn't able to connect. However, just wanted to share some thoughts with you today because I find myself spending more time at home with my wife as the news of what's going on uh, with the coronavirus is really very disturbing when you evaluate the risk-reward of doing things that normally you wouldn't think twice about. Um, You know, I hope all of our listeners are doing well during these difficult times. Uh, So as we deal with the fact and the impact of this coronavirus and what is it going to do to loss of life, but also to the quality of life that will affect all of us and is affecting all of us now. I personally draw strength from the fact that helping others helps me deal with my own fears and my own emotions. Uh, Just uh, the other day, I spent a lot of time talking to my daughter, Amy, um, talking to other people, my friends, my family, about, you know, this situation and just trying to be a calming um, entity to them, to help them get through their own anxieties. Everyone has their own emotions. But if someone just takes the time to just give that extra effort, it really does help yourself. I found myself after talking to my daughter, asking her to try and stay positive during a very difficult and not positive environment. We have to believe that there will be a better day ahead than it looks like today. So it's always about being that care provider. When I lost my father-in-law over six uh, years ago, you know, I started my own personal and ultimately professional pathway to become a caregiver, a care provider. You know, it wasn't my pharmacist license at the time that made me want to dispense care, compassion, and empathy instead of prescriptions. It was really my heart telling me that that was really the only way I could help myself and ease my pain. So everyone listening, when you know that what you're going through, and it's not just a coronavirus, it's about everything, the challenges in your career, the challenges in your life. We have tried at RxVIP Concierge to create a culture of care and hopefully being embraced by pharmacists, students of pharmacy, anyone in the pharmacy profession, including physicians who we need to collaborate with so they realize that we are valuable assets to the healthcare industry. So when I went to my own doctor, I really was asking him for help. And then also asking how I could help him by being in his office one day a week on Pharmacy Friday. In retrospect, when I think back, Michael Goodman is more than my own personal physician for over 35 years. He's really the man who saved my life by allowing me to become a care provider that helps others as part of his team and as part of my life. Now, the beneficiaries of all of this collaboration where a pharmacist 
engages in a physician office to deliver services that he or she went to school for, it really is helping the patient. And isn't that who we work for? Helping patients is what healed me with the loss of my father-in-law. And it really is a formula that can help you as well. One day a week is how I started. And again, once I did that, the doctor, in this case, Dr. Goodman and others, Dr. Cohn, others who I work with, saw the value that the pharmacist delivers to the patient. And you know what? It kind of aligned to their vision of personalized care as a physician. So don't be hesitant to offer to help. Don't be hesitant to try and help others. Physicians need help in their practices. Physicians need the opportunity to spend more time with their patients so workloads are taking off their plate. That's what the concierge approach is doing. Today, there are dozens and dozens of concierge pharmacists and PharmDs joining our team. There are hundreds of students of pharmacy and countless number of patients receiving the kind of enhanced care that these collaborative concierge business approaches to healthcare are delivering. You know, we're not prescribers. Our, our pharmacists don't write prescriptions, but what we do is we help through peer-to-peer conversations with that doctor and consultations with those patients. We use our medication management expertise gained in years and huge investment in dollars and time to get those licenses that we have. Now, the fact that we deliver our services, which now are much more extensive than medication management, with no out-of-pocket expense to the practice, or to the patient, makes it easy for you not to think that you're selling anything. We do basic things and we do enhanced things and complex things because not every patient is the same. If there are pharmacists out there who have trained or studied or taken courses to do annual wellness visits, we have a tool in an iPad that does it, that documents, that bills, that does everything. Everyone is teaching you how to do it, but not helping you get it done so you can monetize that. So if you want to do annual wellness visits alone as part of your consultation business, call, call us. We, we, you don't have to take what I call the full enchilada. We love the fact that a PharmD can be in an office and do much, much more than medication management and reconciliations and pharmacogenomics and the annual wellness visits. What about four risk assessments? That's so important even unto itself. Think about someone in your family, an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, a, a, a relative, a friend who was relatively healthy and then sadly took a fall. Could have been a misstep on an icy, uh, icy uh, st- a step. And they broke a hip, they broke a leg, they, uh, they were in the hospital, and then they're in a rehab. And all of a sudden, they, they, they seem to just lose 
the desire, the passion, they, they get depressed, they're put on other medications, they think like all of a sudden the downward spiral is unbelievably fast and irreversible. So what if you were a pharmacist who could help avoid that by evaluating and assessing the fall risk for that patient? Would you feel like you're a provider? I know I do when I do that. <coughs> what if you just wanted to make a career out of telling people how important it is to do advanced care planning? to put into place legally and document what the desires are for the patient at end of life if, God forbid, they cannot make those decisions for themselves. You hear about people who have strokes. Different kinds of strokes require immediate medical attention in a four-hour period before the brain stops working. If you don't have those directives of accepting that, maybe that patient will die or go into a vegetative state when they wouldn't have to. Think about how you can help. Think about how you can care. The fact that our solution in an iPad has put your entire profession and your ability to help people in the palm of your hand it's just the bonus and the ease that we've created for you. Be the pharmacist. We've done the rest. We've managed the codes. We've handled the billing. We do the documentation. There are so many educational counseling courses and study plans that you pay a lot of money for to learn how to do it. It's good to learn how to do it. What's more important is being able to do it because we're not technology experts. We're not billing experts. We're not coding experts. We don't have to take the time to do those when you become an RxVIP concierge pharmacist. We've done the heavy lifting. I'm 300 pounds plus. Peter Bechtel lifted the RxVIP model and put it into the technology platform so we could be who we are. We're pharmacists who care. We want to deliver the expertise, the cognitive knowledge we learned in school. Please, if you're listening and you've taken a course to do chronic care management, annual wellness visits, anything above and beyond, pharmacogenomics, anything above and beyond that you have done to try and advance your career, I encourage you to get in touch with us. 1-844-MY-RXVIP. We have the tool that will allow you to make money and be reimbursed for the professional services that you are training to do. Thousands of pharmacists go on webinars to learn how to do things and to go to colleges or, or entrepreneurial uh, uh, webinars or, or coaching or mentoring uh, uh, educational platforms. And we encourage you to do that because education is so important. 
But when you go through school for so long, then you have to go to work. You have to pay back that cost of education. You have to monetize the $1,000 you might spend in a course to learn how to do something to, quote, be certified or to graduate from that course or to get it as, as letters after your name. So important to do that. Invest in yourself. Invest in your career. Pharmacy is a lifelong career if you want it. But to continue to have it to be sustained financially, and more importantly, so you don't get burnt out in the retail environments, we're not even going to waste our time telling everybody how bad they are. It's horrible. We know it. You need to move to use your mind, not your body. Use your cognitive skills, not your speed of verification. You need to work with the patient and you will need to collaborate with physicians. We are not providers. Okay. We know we are, but in the, in the, in the eyes of the profession of healthcare, we are not providers. You know, deal with it, accept it, but advocate for it by not only talking the talk, walking the walk. So as you think now about what really is a time of our life that is going to change dramatically because of this horrific coronavirus that is just impacting everything, every, every moment of the day, you hear, you think, you, you, you don't know, we don't know what we don't know. But you have to know that life will go on. It'll go on after you work two double shifts, you know, back to back this week uh, for 10, 12, 15, 14 hours. Life will go on when there's 17 red uh, pages in the, uh, in the queue. Life will go on. Take control of your life. And it really means by reaching out to offer others who need that care it will make you feel better. It did for me and it's doing it for others in our group of care providers. We are care providers. We are paid for the services. So the Sunday conversation, the bagels with, uh, is just, just offer care and compassion and empathy, work for the patients. You are a provider and our XVIP can allow you and give you the platform so you can be paid for those consultations. And you'll be working in better environments at the point of care with that patient, as opposed to the horrific retail environments that we are forced to endure. It's Ken Sternfeld, and it's Bagels With on a Sunday conversation on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Take care.